Hello and welcome to Money Under Your Mattress. This is a podcast where I chat with freelancers, business owners and self-employed people on the realities of running their businesses. My wonderful guests share their honest experiences, the highs and lows and any advice they've picked up along the way. I hope the conversations give you some useful tips and that you enjoy listening. Today, I'm joined by Helen Coston, founder of Fellow Freelancers. Welcome, Helen. Hi, Jess. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome and thanks for joining us. So to get us started, it'd be great to hear a little bit about you and um, and your business. So I know there's a couple of things you're up to. So share away and tell us a bit about you. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah, so I've been a freelancer since 2019. Um, I'm a consultant and sales trainer and I'd always um, kind of dreamed of building a community one day for freelancers which I'd spent quite a lot of time in the pandemic thinking about and um, so I worked quite a lot last year on fellow freelancers and it officially launched at the beginning of this year and yeah it's been really busy the community is growing really quickly and yeah it's just really exciting times. (laughs) And when we spoke before you sort of mentioned about how it was could be pretty lonely in lockdown and particularly when you're working working for yourself. So, so how did that come about and what was your big goal or vision for fellow freelancers? What are you trying to achieve? Yes, definitely. So, um, um, yeah, I know I'm not alone in this, but I felt very alone at the time. I was um, obviously working from home during the lockdown. I had two very small children that weren't able to go to preschool and school and um, I just was struggling with kind of balancing work and I was just thinking all the time like I know that there are other people that will be going through the same thing but I think the community was also um, based on more than just kind of working alone. I had to learn so much um, when I went freelance and um, you know there's just so much googling so many things that you want to watch and so many ways that you had to that I had to kind of I had to do to start building my business and always going through my mind was like I'm not the only person doing this there must be an easier way and I just wish that I you know I could find other freelancers that I could talk to that might be able to help and give me some advice that maybe a bit more experienced than I was so that's where the kind of the real core of the idea for the community came from was actually how can I create something where freelancers can share their skills get together um, share ideas share experiences and kind of just learn from each other and um, not just um, skills that you need to run a business but also how it feels to run a business and um, you know to celebrate successes and um, ask advice when things get difficult as well so yeah we're all about how how freelancers can can work together um, while working alone in their business if that makes sense yeah absolutely and and take us back to when you decided to go self-employed, what was your rationale? And then talk to us a bit about that process of setting up on your own and starting out sort of with, as your own business. Yeah, definitely. So I, I've always wanted to do my own thing. And I was that kid um, who always had billions of ideas for businesses. I'm one of four children and we, we used to play businesses a lot in the back garden. And <laughs> I just, I've always just kind of had millions of ideas of businesses that I want to run, which I'm still like, by the way. So I have to stay quite focused. Um, yeah. And um, back in 2019, I was working at a content marketing agency. I'd been promoted several times and kind of got to where I wanted to be. And I just felt that the time had come for me personally and professionally to go to go freelance and to kind of start my own thing. 
I was very, very lucky because the agency that I was employed at at the time actually gave me some work to do. Um, so from day one, I had paid work and that made a huge difference to starting out. Um, it was still incredibly daunting. Uh, and I'll never forget the first Monday of being freelance, um, not having to go into an office, not having to get up, technically not having to start work, um, yeah. you know, because I could choose the hours that I was working. So it was just unbelievable the change um and it was good but there was it was just quite a I don't know know, maybe Rocky's too strong but just quite um quite an unusual sort of time to to start it was the routine changes and suddenly everything relies on you as an individual so you had that first piece of work which fortunately came through the previous agency can you remember then the the next piece of work that you you secured after that and perhaps like your first invoice how did that feel yeah so um I was really excited to send my first invoice I suddenly realized I didn't actually know what legally needed to be on an invoice so um (laughs) yes I was kind of scrambling around trying to put together an invoice that looked quite professional um I have accounting software now three years on but um yes it was it was an amazing moment that you know when you first when you send out your first one and in regards to finding other work um a friend of mine recommended me actually to another local businesses once I'd sort of set up on my own so I did some work with them for a few months and I mean my background is in business development and marketing so I felt like I'd been I've always been quite proactive anyway but I did feel there's a big change between selling um or working kind of on a business development team for a business versus selling yourself and it felt quite quite personal think you know if people sort of say no it was I found it quite mentally quite difficult to start with to get rejected which is normal like every freelancer no freelancer will win everything they ever pitch for so um, I definitely had to kind of work on my confidence skills but yeah I've always been proactive and touch wood so far so good I've never not had any work on but I have had quiet times um, as every freelancer probably has experienced so yeah it's been it's been it's been interesting <laughs> and and just on that because when we've spoken to other guests this this topic of having the confidence to sell yourself and your service can be quite tricky for some given your background in in business development and how you've sort of navigated selling your services are there any sort of standout tips or pointers you'd give to someone? who's listening to this, who is self-employed thinking, ah, oh, I really am struggling to sell myself or my service. Yes, definitely. It's a topic we cover quite a lot, actually, in fellow freelancer community events. And I mean, my probably my top tip for freelancers would be just to kind of really be yourself and personal branding. I don't know, there's a bit of a connotation. It can sound a bit, um, I don't know, just trying to think of the right word sorry fluffy yeah yeah exactly (laughs) that comes up quite a lot yeah (laughs) and it can feel a bit vain and a bit strange but actually just being yourself and being who you are and letting your personality I mean obviously really professionally but just letting your personality shine through and just not being afraid to be who you are I think is so important because people buy from people and as a freelancer you know you're not a big business it is just you and when you choose a client or a client chooses you it's quite a you know it's a very direct relationship they'll be working just with you and you need that kind of cultural fit to be right from day one so yeah just don't shy away from being yourself and definitely just be proactive put yourself out there speak at events jump on podcasts you know join communities and just tell the world what you're doing and I think the more you do that the more the easier it comes and the more natural it feels to actually just be able to say who you are and what you do and I think the rest sort of follows from there yeah that's useful 
one of those things that um, it's about putting yourself out there, isn't it? And, and giving it a try, really. A hundred percent. Yes, definitely. And just don't be afraid. And I know it's, I mean, I, I still don't love networking, even though I run networking events and I do find, I can find <laughs> it quite difficult, but honestly, just go for it because if, otherwise, you know, if it, you, I think if you just put yourself out there and you just go for it, like it just gets so much easier every time you do it. And, um, you meet people along the way, you're never going to get along with everybody. You're never going to be able to work with everyone. But I think if you just accept that actually you don't need to, to work for every company in the world and just to go along and keep an open mind and see who you meet and so many opportunities will open up for you. Yeah. And we're going to talk a bit more about networks, I think, um, sort of a little bit later on. So hold that thought. I just want to keep on this theme of, um, or pick up on something you, you touched on at the start around your motivation for setting up fellow freelancers and this idea of actually setting up a business or going freelance is a bit of a minefield and there's all sorts of bid business admin that you need help with and it's very difficult to know who to turn to. When you think back to going self-employed and starting out on that journey, is there anything that you remember to be particularly difficult, hard, boring um, in the actual process of of the business side of it? Yeah, definitely. I remember on the first day um, trying to set up my business email and just, I don't know, Google was not my friend that day and um, just getting more and more frustrated like a whole afternoon. And I remember thinking, oh, I must ring the IT department. It's like, no, I'm not a, a large content agency anymore. Like I am my IT department. You are the IT. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And uh, that was really frustrating. But I think financial... Um, kind of financial topics and things are quite important for freelancers to think about. And it's something I try to focus on quite a bit with the community because, you know, it's very British. None of us want to discuss money, but it's so important to plan your business, your cash flow, and also your personal finances as well. And I just, I don't think there's always as much out there as there could be. And um, it's not a topic that people are maybe quite as willing to discuss. So I think for every freelancer starting out in their early days or actually throughout your freelancing career, it's really important to understand the financial side of your business and um, and your personal finances as well. Yeah. And and how do you keep on top of that one? And how regularly are you checking in with your forecasting and planning? Yeah. So I use accounting software now, which is, um, is great. I can see at a glance lots of different um, figures, I can see kind of cash flow and and the reports are quite easy to understand as well. I had an accountant from before I set up um, who is amazing and helps me all the time, um, also does my VAT returns and company accounts and things like that. And, and I think ha- just having somebody that you can ask um, advice about, I've asked him so I think I owe him several beers because <laughs> uh, when I've had problems in the past with um, clients who um, I had a problem with a client who, who wasn't paying on time and it was quite a stressful time and he was he was extremely helpful um, so that was quite good so yeah I mean and for freelancers and there's so many options out there and there, there are free options and there are also very inexpensive options just to have accounting software to help you kind of keep track of invoices making sure they get paid on time and making sure you're tracking your business expenses and things like that they all add up and they all make such a difference so yeah I think having kind of internal processes with yourself it sounds really formal but I think freelancers often forget to treat their business as you know it it is a real business (laughs) Um, it might just be you but it is a real business and just to kind of um yeah, just have have processes in place and understand your incomings and your outgoings at all times is really important to long-term success. Yeah. And 
And so there you're sort of, you are the finance person in your business. You touched on earlier about being the IT person in your business. How do you manage wearing all those different hats? And yeah, it would just be interesting to know how, how you approach it and, and plan for that, if you can plan for it. Yeah, definitely. Um, as you say, every freelancer is trying to juggle multiple roles and that can be quite daunting especially when you're starting out or maybe where there are areas where you don't have the skills that you need um, there are so many training courses out there videos other freelancers to ask questions to to kind of learn what you're doing but in regards to stretching your week I think I mean personally I tend to set aside one day a week to work on kind of the admin side of my business um, get up make sure that my accounts are up to date um, make sure clients are kind of paid or if they haven't that I've just spoken to them and just check that they've got everything they need from me and so I kind of carve out a particular time in the week where I work through everything that I need to so I think having a routine and um, setting time aside is really important and um, for all freelancers like just to bear in mind that not having kind of paid client work five days a week um, just you know just to have just to make sure that you do build in that time for kind of the admin side of your business, I think, is really important. Um, I hate doing finances and accounts and things like that. I, I just I find it really boring. And and having an accountant who kind of manages VAT returns and things like that is an absolute lifesaver for me. And he does my personal tax returns and things like that. So, I mean, if you're really kind of into doing stuff like that or you find it quite easy, then go for it. But I think generally for most of us, having an accountant is is probably a good idea. Um, so yeah, make sure you just kind of find time to do it and have a people, friends, family or colleagues around you that you can kind of ask advice when you need it, I think is quite helpful. Yeah. And it's, it's tricky because as we've touched on, you're juggling so many different parts. And if you're in a position where you can outsource or work with someone else to do the bits that perhaps aren't in your um, skill set or perhaps not where you, you find you want to be spending your time, that's, you know, a really good approach to take if it's available to you. And I've spoken to lots of people and for some people it's the numbers, for some people it's the marketing side. It really depends on the individual, but there are some great firms, people out there who can help with those different aspects. And it sounds like you've got a great relationship with your accountant. So Yeah, absolutely. And um, I would also say to freelancers, just remember um, accountants will take care of the business side, um, you know, all the finances within your business. But as a, you, as an, as, because you're not an employee, you're not you know, you need to sort out your own pension, your own savings. And just, I think, thinking about your own personal finances as well is um, really important, particularly if you have dependents or um, a kind of a family that you need to support while you're freelancing. I think that's an area that freelancers should should take some time to think about as well. Yeah, absolutely. And thinking of this theme around money and getting paid, do you have a recipe or an approach on how you can smooth your work to try and get the income to be more regular? Um, is that possible? <laughs> it is. Um, I think it's possible. I think it depends a lot on the nature of your work. I work um, for a couple of clients on a more of on a retainer basis. So I kind of have that regular income from a couple of different clients, but lots of freelancers out there might work only on an ad hoc basis, in which case it does get a little bit more difficult to, to plan. Again, I think it all just comes down to what your personal preferences are. So I tend to to plan what I'm doing and, and kind of pay myself on quite a regular basis and it helps with my household finances as well but everybody's different and I think 
just kind of what we were saying earlier, just kind of making a plan about what what you need to do and what works for you is is really really important. And and I also really recommend freelancers keep money aside for months, perhaps dry patches, or um, you know, unfortunately, clients can pay late sometimes. And just being able to keep cash flow up and not getting you know too stressed when when you're still waiting on a payment and you know not worried about how you'll kind of pay yourself that month is quite important. So. You know, in mid to long term, I would say having a, a kind of a, a, a kind of a cash plan is quite important. But starting out, it is quite difficult. And um, you know, exiting from a role into freelancing, I do think requires some planning and maybe some savings as well, just to see you through those first few months. Yeah, absolutely. And enabling you to be able to sleep easy at night as much as you can when you're going through sort of a, a fairly significant change in well career and and lifestyle, really. Exactly, and. Um, it's just it's so hard when you're working alone to not when you when you're waiting on a late payment or when a client hasn't paid you or something hasn't worked out or you're just going through a dry patch it's so difficult to kind of keep keep you know stay, stay strong and mentally not kind of blame yourself and things and again that's why fellow freelancers was so important to me to build it's you know no if you're a freelancer listening to this and going through something like this you are absolutely not alone like you you really really aren't alone and just talk to other people and that should hopefully help you feel a bit better yeah for sure and on that subject so how else do you support yourself and and share more about the importance of networks and and how that all works for you yeah so I mean I have a really supportive family and friends and um, my mom actually ran her own business for most of her career so I had so many questions for her um, and she's been able to help me quite a lot over over kind of the years that I freelanced and um, as I say my family are, are really really supportive but I have um, really struggled with imposter syndrome on and off and I mean, even launching fellow freelancers, for example, despite how long I'd thought about it and researched it and, and talked to other freelancers about what they wanted, I was so, so nervous. Um, I was putting everything into it and putting myself out there saying I was launching this and would anybody be interested? And um, the idea that I was suddenly actually working on it and people were starting to contact me, it was just, it was a very nerve, it was exciting, but it was a very, very nerve wracking time for me. Um but I did get a lot of amazing feedback from um, friends, from freelancers, from people I know that I've met over the years and just saying how amazing it sounded and what a great idea it was. And that that kind of really, really spurred me on. And I think having a network, um, maybe you don't need to start one as I've done, but having a network is... Um, is um, is just so important. Like I say this all the time, but no freelancer is an island and there's no need to be working alone all the time when you can be around others. And, you know, for people having a, a network can look very different. For some people, they might just need two or three really close friends or, or family members that can kind of support them. Whereas for others, you know, they feel better, you know, being being around a lot more people. So I think it's a good idea just to take some time out and think about what you need personally and, um, what kind of support you you might need and how you might be able to get that because as a freelancer you are your business and if you're not feeling 100% if you're not feeling supported you're not feeling happy and excited to go to work that's when things start to go wrong so taking some time to for personal care and thinking about what kind of network works for you I think is is really important and can get overlooked because yes it's easy just to focus on delivering work for clients yeah absolutely and on that point of um thinking about sort of what network or community is right for you my hunch is that people are members of multiple or many communities is that what you see from your own personal experience and from from your members or is 
do people find that one golden community or network and, and that's just the only one they need? No, I think, I think, I mean, most freelancers I talk to are a member of um, two, three or even more networks. And I strongly recommend people join different things, try things out. And also having different networks, you can join things for different purposes. And you might find one local network, for example, that's amazing for finding new business and finding clients. So that's, that should, you know, should definitely be one that you find time for. <laughs> yeah. But there might be other networks where um, you just get to know people that are really supportive and it's a safe space for you to ask questions that you, you might not ask kind of at the other networks. So, yeah, I think joining different networks and knowing, you know, and what they bring for you is quite important. But, yeah, I'm a big believer in networks. I'm a member of quite a few myself. I think four networks as well as fellow freelancers. Yeah. And it's like, um, it's the same sort of events, I, I would I would say. So, you have to sort of try them out, don't you? And and sort of put yourself out there, get involved, and then see what what see what's working for you. And the first few you sign up for might not be the right ones, but until you've tried a couple, you don't know necessarily what you're looking for or what you're missing. Absolutely, a hundred percent. And I, um, sorry if any of our members are listening, they're going to be bored by this, but I say this so much. Like <laughs> as a freelancer, you don't need to go through hundreds of layers of um, uh, management to get your way and to try something new, like you might have had to do in a business. If you see an opportunity and you think oh that that could be interesting just go for it like you don't need to ask permission from anybody else and not everything you try all the time is going to work but without trying different things out um you you just won't know kind of what works for you and I think as humans we're all we all want to protect ourselves from failure and nobody wants to do something and feel that it didn't work for them but actually trying things out failing at things just seeing you know learning from mistakes is all part of the process of being a successful freelancer yeah absolutely so if we were to think back on your time of starting out and going self-employed and knowing what you know now what would be the three things you'd focus on if you were starting out today oh my god I would do so much differently (laughs) so much um I think my number one would be just to tell my um younger self just to be more confident like everything works out fine and actually when you are confident your clients or prospects network everybody just sees that confidence and wants to be part of it so just you know I'm not saying pretend to be somebody you're not but just don't be afraid to just say what you do say your rates out loud and just just go for it so um you know and it's weird because I'm quite actually quite a confident person by nature but for some reason um I just struggle with my confidence sometimes in um in my business and it's something I've had to work on quite heavily so yeah number one definitely be more confident okay um number two I would say charge more um I think most freelancers starting out undersell themselves and um when I look back to my rates when I first started out, like I just, I don't know, I embarrass myself seeing that. Like, I don't know why I charge so little, <laughs> to be honest. So <laughs> for freelancers starting out there, I would like, without knowing you or your business, you're probably undercharge yourself. Just really think about that. And um, yeah, make sure you think about your pricing. <laughs> and well, and actually linked to that, um, I guess there's always room for negotiation. So if you're starting low and then in a conversation, you're only going to get perhaps brought back one way. So if you start higher than you intend anyway, you might get to a point where it works. I don't know how much negotiation you're seeing, but... Yes, definitely. Definitely, Jess. I think um, every freelancer should learn to negotiate and, and know that that might become part of the process. And one of our members actually was saying that if you're not being told 20% of the time you're too expensive, then you are undercharging yourself. And 
um yeah so as you say it's put your put your rates in and if the client comes back and wants to negotiate then then you can kind of go down that route but almost every freelancer I've spoken to starting out actually sort of says the thing they they did wrong was trying to charge themselves so um it's hard it's very hard to know how to price yourself though there's not a lot of information out there and um people don't really like to kind of reveal their rates but just yeah trying to find out as much as you can I think before setting your rates yeah nice and what's your third top tip oh um I think I would have launched fellow freelancers more quickly than I did. Like I think now it's just so much, so such a big thing in my life and I can't be without it. And um, I mean, I love my business and I love my clients and the kind of training and consultancy work that I do, but um, fellow freelancers, I'm just so passionate about it. And I think working on something that you love and that you just get so much joy from is um, I just feel so lucky to be doing what I'm doing. And um, yeah, just, I tell myself, do it sooner just crack on like it's going to work out (laughs) so if I were to summarize those into three points I'd say point one is confidence in yourself point two is charge more and point three is get started slash do it sooner yes that's a really succinct way of saying it 100% (laughs) most of our listeners are going to be latching on to point two and thinking that's something I can do pretty quickly or have a good look at Okay, right. Link to this then. Sorry, go on. No, no, I just, yeah, I think that's probably the one that um, most freelancers can take away. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the other one, I think all of them are totally achievable. It's just um, the money one feels like something that could be, it's almost the one that you could test and learn quite quickly, isn't it? Because you could change your rate card, go out to some clients with it, see how it looks. Um, It feels like something someone could do, you know, very super, uh, super quickly. 100%. Okay, and before I let you go, can I ask you the song that you would pick to soundtrack your business oh my god that's that is tough I feel like I'm on desert island discs now <laughs> that is a tough one oh, I hope one day we'll be that big <laughs> <laughs> um well I listen to classical music quite a lot when I'm working so my immediate thought it should be something classical but um actually the day I committed formally to myself to launch fellow freelancers I took my dog out um, on a really long walk and was kind of thinking it all over and then I drove back and um Mr Tambourine Man by Bob Dylan came on and I actually got quite choked up because um my dad used to listen to a lot of Bob Dylan I used to sit in the back of his Clio as a kid and he'd have yeah. it on little tapes and blast out Bob Dylan as we were driving around so I suddenly I got quite choked up because it sort of drew me back to my childhood and suddenly I thought actually my life's going to take take a different path by committing to this and going for it so um I think and actually I'm a big Bob Dylan fan so I think I'm going to go with um Mr Tambourine Man as my my song yeah it's nice and it's funny how these things all crop up at the right time and those things happen for a reason I think yes it felt like a a sign in some weird way (laughs) (laughs) And if not, we definitely take it as a sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's brilliant. It's been so nice chatting to you, Helen, um, and hearing more about fellow freelancers too. I will absolutely um, share a link to fellow freelancers in the episode notes and point people your way if anyone wants to hear more about it um, or get involved. From memory, there is a way, I think, that people can subscribe and get involved with your community. 
Do you want to cover that off a little bit? Yeah, definitely. So if anybody's interested, if you head over to fellowfreelancers.co.uk, there's loads of information about events that we run and um, kind of different workshops. There's a newsletter which anyone can sign up for, which has got all kinds of tips and ideas about freelancing. And yeah, on that, you can look more into membership there and um yeah, just let me know or just drop me a note on LinkedIn, whatever, whatever's easiest. Super. And I'll, um, I'll make sure that those links are in the episode notes so that people can easily get hold of them. So for me, thank you so much, Helen. That's been absolutely brilliant. Lovely to talk to you. And my one last ask for everyone of you uh, or each of you listening, please do rate, subscribe and share the podcast. It really helps to give us a boost and to spread some more love amongst the self-employed community. Equally, if you have any feedback on the episodes or sort of how we're doing, please do reach out to me. Um, All feedback would be very much welcomed. And keep a lookout for the next episode. Thank you so much. 